This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.onf.ie Our station message there said it's always a good time but often it isn't a good time there are many challenges on the horizon and there are many things in our lives which can cause us to feel overwhelmed and especially in recent times but uh, do we know how to manage this because it is important to try and manage it so that it doesn't become a bigger problem or prevent us from uh, being losing productivity difficulty at work keeping our businesses moving and so on well earlier on in the week i spoke with michael dimitrio who's a well-being and performance coach and he's based locally at the thrive hub in tullow county carlow and i started by asking michael to tell me a bit about himself and how he came to be a performance and well-being coach thanks john thanks for having me on the show i'm delighted to to be here um and it's it's much needed to actually talk about um, this subject matter so it's great that you guys are actually normalizing this and giving it an opportunity to discuss it so how did i get here i, I probably spent about 15 years in the corporate environment um i've been part of teams and i've been leading teams um i've worked in a, a high pressurized environment um so understanding your mindset um has been key um but i've always had a burning desire to to do my own thing um, and a couple of years ago, uh, a few major kind of life changes got married, um, moved from Amsterdam down to the tropics of Tullow, um, became a father, and then my wife and her sister set up uh, a cafe and the tea business, and that kind of inspired me to do something myself. Um, and at that same point, I was kind of getting burnt out in work. Um, I was traveling an awful, awful lot. And I wasn't spending time um, with my family. I wasn't being present when I was at home. I was always thinking about what I had to do at work or worrying about a meeting that just had happened. So um, I had a conversation with uh, a few people, a normal conversation at lunch, and, and one of my colleagues was talking about retiring and looking forward to their, to their pension, which was about 18 years away. Um, so that kind of sparked the change. Is that Michael, you need to do something here. Mm. Um, and I always had a passion for coaching people through through my experiences and understood that a lot of people in in work were kind of struggling. Some people were being burnt off, some people were being absent. Um, and that kind of drove me and I need to change. So after a bit of soul searching, um, going out into the woods after a long, long shower, and a bit of reflection, I put a plan and uh, a bit of action into place, took a career break as a, as a safety net, and then um, I find myself here after the last few years um, doing a Master's in Positive Psychology and Coaching Psychology, and um, becoming a coach and working with individuals and working with, with, with teams. Um, and when you kind of introduced at the start around well-being, um, being at the forefront at the moment it absolutely is if you if you think about what's happening in the world we've just gone through a pandemic um there's now a war in in the ukraine so it's it's actually normal for us not to be as productive as we're used to being yeah now well-being and uh, performance they're both very positive concepts but their their opposites are very present in our worlds you know people feeling overwhelmed tired not 
given it their 100%. Is that a fair categorisation? I know um, I've come across people who are finding, you know, coming out of a pandemic, facing into a war economy, as Michal Martin has described it, pretty tough going. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I come from a place where well-being and, and performance kind of share a symbiotic relationship. So if you're not at your best, how can you be productive at work and in life? Um, if you're if you're listening to the to the news at the moment, um, your your mind is is thinking about all the negative events and and disgraceful events that are that are happening. So it's probably normal to not feel good at times, and we we tend to have a negative um, bias in place. And there was actually research by the National Science Foundation indicated eighty percent of our thoughts are negative. And if you think about on a normal day, 60, 000, we have about 60,000 thoughts per day. A lot of them actually are reoccurring. And then if you think back to the environment we're talking about, um, there's, a, there's a tendency to feel negative and that can impact how we're feeling. Um, so we really need to fight for that balance to engage in more positive emotions. And important that people recognise um, that this is a valid area of attention in the workplace, you know, people's state of mind, their well-being, um, because it does affect their performance. Absolutely, and it's, and it's very individual. So we're all unique. Um, it's different for, for everyone. And what works for you, John, will, will be different for me, will be different for someone else. So it's important for employers to be able to have open relationships with, with their with our people to be transparent to, to check in because the one thing in, in terms of, of, of well-being um, and, and our mindset is it's hidden it's it's not visible mm. so we don't know what people are thinking we don't know what people are feeling so we need to to be compassionate in, 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 in that space moving beyond the kind of high level discussion of the you know the importance of well-being and its impact on performance and the importance of performance and all that sort of stuff can we start talking kind of tools and techniques what what are you saying to people that you work with that they need to be doing to develop their well-being and performance absolutely so so for me it, it always starts with understanding so if we're going to get one thing out of this um, call is is your self-awareness is absolutely key and being honest with yourself. So if you can't be honest with yourself, if you can't be honest with other people. So if, if, if I always find an easy tool is a type of scaling tool. So understanding where you are now and where you want to get to in terms of the shift you want to make in, in your performance and your well-being. So if, if you think about a line between zero and 100, 100 being your best possible self or your best performance or being as productive as you can be and, and zero being awful, um, rate yourself on that scale and it's very subjective so if I said uh, if, the, if I was coaching someone and they said I'm, I feel about a 50 okay what makes it 50 and not zero so that person could be looking at right I might have a good routine in place um, I might be confident enough about what I'm doing so you're building up um, a bit of resilience and understandings of where you are or how do you want to improve? How do you want to move forward from there? So what would make your 50 into a 60? What are you going to do next? What is the action you're going to take? Because it's always the action that will drive you forward and then momentum will follow. So what's the small step? Sometimes it's not these big, dramatic evolutions that a person's going to take. It's 
what's the one thing you're going to do today or what's the one thing you're going to do this way this week that will make a difference for you that will add value in in your life so presumably when people are engaged in that process they should give themselves a kind of a realistic time frame so if you're feeling pretty much on the floor your mojo is gone to use that you're not feeling fit you're feeling tired and all that kind of stuff can you give us any idea of what what's a realistic kind of time frame for change it, again it, it can it can vary it can vary based on the the individual um for some so for some people it can be a small thing can make a huge difference and that transition can take a couple of months for others it might be a process that can take six to twelve um but it's it's always the ability to say i need to work on myself i need to develop because things will happen in our life and situations will will move forward and we'll need to adapt and, and we might need to tweak something so i would normally work with a framework with individuals and if you think about a uh, maslow's hierarchy of needs i have a um at the bottom that is your foundation of well-being so if you think about a well-being tracker for yourself what's my sleep like what's my nutrition like what's my exercise like what's my um relationships like and even your relations with your with yourself how are you talking with yourself when you when you when you have that in place then we can work on our mindset and i like to to use mindset and treat it as a skill because if we treat it as a skill, it means we can get better at it. Mm. And if, if we relate it back to performance, as you were mentioning, there's a golden triangle of performance. So at the top, you have your, your structures. What are the good structures you have in place? What are the, the healthy boundaries you have, the healthy habits, the good routines? And then the second one is around your, your skill set. So how competent are you in what you're doing and what can you do to improve in that element? And last but not least is the mindset piece. And the mindset is you're treating it as a skill. Um, and you treat it as a skill because you want to get better. And all of them have equal importance. Mm. Because let's let's say, John, um, I went and had a presentation and I, I prepared really, really well. Um, I was competent about my subject matter but then I go in and I close the door behind me and then I lose myself. I feel that wave of pressure and I have to manage it and I have to get through it. But it's being able to normalize it and saying, it's actually, it's okay. I'm, I, I use a, a phrase, I'm in the red. How do I go blue? Mm. How does somebody uh, take the first step? And, and if they're to work with somebody like you, who is a coach, uh, people will be familiar with the idea of coaching from sport and so on. How do you work with individuals? So I, I would work, I'd nearly go back to that piece of understanding. So I would, coaching I feel is creating the space for that person to do their best thinking. Um, so it's understanding where they are and where they want to get to. If they don't know where where they want to go, we can work with um, a, a tool I call the Wheel of Life, and that's looking holistically at the different areas to kind of understand where your life is out of balance. Um, the, the, the second, the second stage on that is understanding different tools and techniques that might work for that individual um, to, to move them forward. Um, so it, it can it can vary depending on the person and. And depending on on the goal, that's at mind for that individual. 
Okay, well, look, if you're listening to us this morning and you'd like to hear more, you can check out Michael Dimitriou and the services he provides on his website, thrivetogethercoaching.ie. That's www.thrivetogethercoaching.ie. Michael, thanks very much for joining us this morning. Thanks a million, John. And and you can actually also follow Thrive Together on, on Instagram or even also reach out to me on LinkedIn. So appreciate the, the time, John. Thank you very much. Thanks, Michael. Good morning. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you in association with O'Neill Foley Accountants. Our website, onf.ie, shows the full range of services we provide to businesses large and small.